I want to preach a word uh, tonight called about this time next year. About, 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 about this time next year. Second uh, Kings chapter 4 verse 8. You guys ready? Yeah. It says this, now it happened one day that Elisha went from Shunem where there was a notable woman. Another translation says a woman of great wealth, of great means. There was a wealthy family. And she persuaded him to eat some food. Eat some food. Look at somebody say, eat some food. Look at somebody. Come on, look at somebody else. Look at somebody else. Tell me, eat some food. Eat some food. Come on, tell them. Tell them, eat quickly. Tell them, eat quickly. Come on now, tell somebody. Juan, tell somebody. Tell somebody. Tell them, eat quickly. Tell them, eat quickly. Jules, tell them, pray 21 is coming up when we won't be able to eat. So eat, eat, eat some, eat. You, you got how many days? Eight days. We got eight days, okay? You got eight days, Mr. Robinson, until you can't eat no more. So eat up. Oh, I can't. By the way, y'all all going fast. <laughs> it's good. We're going to do it real fast this year. Not none of them dumb fast. I'm on a social media fast. That ain't, I can't, I can't, I can't find that in the Bible. There's no, there's no social media fast in the Bible. If it ain't in the Bible, it's not a fast. We, like, if it ain't food, it ain't a fast. No soda fast. <sighs> she persuaded him to eat some food. So it was as often as he passed by. He would turn in there to eat some food. She had to persuade him for the first meal. She didn't have to persuade him for the next meal. I don't know if she made him beef stew and rice. I don't know. It was pickled pig's feet. I don't know what she made him, but she got, they was like, listen, I'm in town. I'm there. She said to her husband, look now, I know that this is a holy man of God who passes by us regularly. Please let us make a small upper room on the wall. And let us put a bed for him there and a table and a chair and a lampstand. So it will be whenever he comes to us, he can turn in there. And it happened one day that he came there and he turned into the upper room and lay down there. Then he said to Gehazi, his servant, call this Shunammite woman. When he had called her, she stood before him and he said, and he said to him, say now to her, look. You have been concerned for us with all this care. What can I do for you? Do you want me to speak on your behalf to the king or to the commander of the army? Say what now? You imagine somebody who knows the king asking you, what can I do for you? I got, I, got, I got some whack friends. None of my friends know the president. My friends, my, my friends they give me a discount at, like, Target, but that's a big deal because Target don't be giving discounts, so. I, I give me a good 10% off at Target. I can't get no audience with the king. He said, you want me to talk to the king for you? You want me to talk to the commander? I'm, watch what she said. She said, I dwell among my own people. So he said, what then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, actually, she has no son and her husband is old. So he said, call her. When he had called her, she stood in the doorway. Then he said, about 
this time next. I don't even have to preach anymore. Can you prophesy over your 2023? Come on, somebody say, about this time. Come on, fill in the blank. About this time next year, God would have. I will be holding. I will be walking into. God would have used me for. About this time next year, you shall embrace a son. And she said, no, my Lord, man of God, do not lie. She said, don't play with me. She said, don't don't get my hopes up. But the woman conceived and bore a son. And when the appointed time had come of which Elisha had told her. Father God, we're grateful. We're thankful that you are a faithful God. And God, we are thankful. God, for bringing us to this point of our lives. God, you've fought for us. You've healed us. You've protected us. You've loved us. You've spoken to us. You've forgiven us. You've redeemed us. God, you desire to use us. And we say thank you. God, we pray in this moment that you speak, that you transform, that you'd use us for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Somebody say amen and amen. You could still play for a moment. Not pressure, but weight. I feel a weight in this moment because I know that you don't have to be here. Like going to church on New Year's Eve doesn't like make you like, you know, super Christian. You could be home asleep and still love Jesus. But you're not. You're here. And you didn't just come here because you had nothing better to do because you had something better to do. Even if you didn't have something better to do, just act like you did. Yeah, yeah. Cancel some plans. Told some friends no. You ain't got no friends. Told some friends no. Just uh, you were solo dolo. But hey. But I know that the fact that you're here, that God has something abnormal for you, something, something that's not just another word, another moment in his presence. But I believe something prophetic. The prophetic, sometimes we get, get kind of spooky. It's supposed to tell me what's going to happen next. Sometimes that's what the prophetic does, and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes what the prophetic does is it awakens your faith to something that God always wanted to do. He's just waiting for your faith to connect with his will so that it could come to pass in your life. And I believe in this moment that it's going to be a moment where your faith is awakened for something that God already has planned for your 2023. But he can't do it without your agreement. Some of us, we we get mad at God because we're like, he didn't do it. And he said, I tried. But all my promises are yes and And I kept on saying yes, and you stepped on saying your resume doesn't back it up. And I kept on saying yes, and you kept on saying you don't know the right people. And I kept on saying yes, and like the man in the Bible, you kept on saying, but there's nobody to help me into the water. 
Come on. How about in 2023, we stop giving God excuses and we stop giving him explanations and we stop giving him reasons why it can't come to pass. And we just say, amen. What does amen mean? Amen me. Let it be unto me according to your word. It means God, if you said it, I receive it. Now, I don't know how I'm going to afford it. I don't know how I'm going to make it happen. I don't know who knows the right person to make it happen. Some, just, just practice. Somebody shout amen. Amen. Amen over my 2023. Now the Bible is clear that God does not have favorites. He doesn't preference some people over other people. He loves and values everyone equally. Under the blood of Jesus, we all have equal access to the throne of God. Somebody say amen. Amen. However, it is impossible to read scripture And it not be painfully obvious that not everybody sees the same things from God. Actually, if you're not theologically grounded, you can think that God picks favorites and overlooks other people. Because there's certain people that that, that you look at their life in the Bible and it's just like, good gracious, they were a liar, they were a thief, they were adulterer, and he still used them as one of the greatest kings ever. And then you'll look at somebody else and you're like, they seem normal, not too ratchet, typical white lie, not black lie, but you know, just normal. I mean, I think about Abram. The the Bible says that his wealth was talked about by all of the nations he was so blessed. The Bible says that God called him the father of faith. Like, it's one thing to be called the father of rock and roll. That's, I mean, that's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. Like, I mean, if you be king or something like that, I'm, I'm father blues or whatever. No, no, no. The father of faith. That's a, that's a father right there. That's a, and it's not like he called himself that. God called him that. God grabbed Abram by the hands and said, look at the stars. Count them if you can. You're going to have more people with your last name than there are stars in the sky. And that's before he had one son. There's people like that. Then there's people like Lot. Remember Lot? Bible said Lot was a righteous man. He went to church. He even finished growth track. But outside of Abraham saving his mind, outside of having a salty wife, you don't you don't much hear much more about Lot. Anybody ever heard of David? Come on, you've heard of David. David was a little boy who killed Goliath. This young boy of faith who killed a, a, a nine-foot-plus giant with a rock and a piece of leather. Cut his head off with his own sword. It's Roman's favorite story in my four-year-old. Daddy, he cut his head off. What are they teaching you in Sunday school? My gosh. Get it together, Union kids. <laughs> you know about David? He, he was anointed king when his family wasn't the royal family. You know, David wrote over 73 of the Psalms that we read. 
The Bible says that David was a man after God's own heart. Everybody knows David. <laughs> you, you, you ever heard of Shunem? Shunem is where this, this, this woman was from. And I'm like, Shunem, I've heard of you, you ever heard of Shama? 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 Anybody? Nobody heard of Shama. You know why? Because he's only mentioned twice in the Bible. Who's him? That was David's brother. Same family. You, you know why he was mentioned? The first time it was mentioned because God did not pick him king. That's not even an honorable mention. That's just a, nope, not him. Second time he was mentioned was because he was too afraid to fight Goliath. And he was never mentioned again. This is just me, and then I'll get out your way. I want to know who the people who were used by God in a great way, what did they do? I also want to know about the people who were not used by God in a great way. What? You know, you, you don't just learn from successful people. You can learn from losers, too. If you just, if you, how do I not lose? Watch a loser, and then you'll. I won't say loser in 2023, but it ain't 2023 yet. <laughs> the Bible says that there was this woman, this Shunammite, this wealthy woman. She noticed the man of God was coming into the city over and over and over again. And she went and said, hey, will you come to my house and eat? And he said, no. Will you come to my house and eat? And no. Will you come? I'll prepare. She finally convinced him to come to the house. And the Bible says that she prepared a meal for him. Now, I don't, I don't know what kind of meal she prepared for him, but it had to have been hitting. It had to have been smacking because he didn't have to get invited another time. One invite. And he said, hey, you, you can stop playing. I'll, I'll come back and say, one invite. He said, next time you cook that, I'll let your boy. And he, and he cooks, 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 and he cooks. Few of y'all, few of y'all, not too many of them. I can, I can, I can now put my hand up. I am a cook. I am uh, I'm a cook. I have this deal where when we go into fasting, I, I prepare for my fast, you know, especially 21 days. It's a long, it's a shock to your body. So, so I make sure that, that, that like a bear, I eat everything I can possibly eat leading up to a fast. Because don't taper off. No, no, taper up. <laughs> and I've got this thing where like I'll have a craving for a certain meal. And I'm like, I'm going to cook this from scratch the week before the fast just to kind of have a goal and a way party, you know. <laughs> See you next month, my friend. <laughs> so this week I made, I'm not going to call it Louisiana gumbo because I'm not from Louisiana. It was Baltimore gumbo. Because <laughs> it had Merlin blue crab in it. And now, I'm not really a cook because I did find a recipe online, so it wasn't like a dash of this and a sprinkle of that. But other than that, I did it all myself. Now, in, 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 any, any gumbo makers, any Louisiana folks, I know they're not there. Uh, okay, okay, got it. You're by yourself, but that's okay. So, so is Jesus in the garden. It's all right. You're, you're in good company. So apparently you could buy roux off of Amazon. And it's the flavoring of the gumbo. It's that brown thing that adds color to an alka. You can buy it or you can make it. I felt like if I bought it, 
Okay, let me stop lying. I didn't have enough time to order it because I was ready to cook today. And so I'm like, if I'm going to do this gumbo, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to make it. So I go to the store. I bought, I mean, I bought crab. I bought oysters. I bought shrimp. I, I got all these different scallions and onions. And you know, there's white onions. There's yellow onions. There's green onions. There's, it's like the United Nations of onions. It's... And I got all this seasoning, and then I got home, and I'm just like, this is going to be miserable. So I chop everything up, put it in the fridge, like, I'll do it tomorrow. Tomorrow comes, I go out, and I'm just like, ah. At 6 o'clock, I said, okay, I'm going to start this gumbo. I fry all the, it, it, let me, okay, I'm going to take up the whole message to tell you how good my gumbo was. Here's how good the gumbo was. I made my own broth. That's, that's a gumbo. How did I do it? So you get the shrimp. You, you de-shell the shrimp, and instead of throwing away the shells, you fry the shells. And then you put the water in with the shells, and you let the, 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 the shrimp, you know, just coagulate and season and flavor. And It's like Genesis. The Holy Spirit just hovers over the... <laughs> After that, I made the roux, and uh, nobody from Louisiana told me, it takes you an hour to make roux. And you just stand over the pot... Like Cinderella, you got left. Everybody else went to the ball. You just stirring, just stirring. I called my friends from New Orleans. I said, what do I do? They said, just keep stirring, just keep stirring. It's not turning colors. Just keep stirring, just keep stirring. It took me an hour just to make the root. Throw everything in. And the recipe said, let it simmer for two hours. After it simmered for two hours, more seasoning, then throw in the sausage, then the shrimp, and then you're supposed to take it off the burner and put the crab in the oysters after you take it off. It was 11 p.m. <laughs> before that 6 p.m. gumbo that got cut up the day before. Somebody say prepare. says the man of God was walking by and the woman said, if you would come to my house, I will prepare a meal for you. The next thing you know, every time he came by, she prepared a meal for him. And then it got to the place where cooking wasn't enough. She said, I don't want to prepare a meal. I want to prepare a room. She went to her husband, can, can, can we add on to our, think about this. It is one thing to cook a pot of food. If you're Stephen, it takes you close to five hours. It's another thing to add on to your house. You're talking about digging a fresh foundation. You're talking about putting structure in place. You're, 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 you're talking about windows and flooring and roofing and all the... I don't know. Do they have permits back in the Bible? Did you have to go to the city? Watch this, though. She said we were going to add it to the wall. Which means that they were so wealthy that their living quarters was a part of the protective wall around Shunem. So I bet they actually had to ask permission to prepare a room. For the man of God to come. She put a table and a lamp and a chair that he would have everything that he needed when he came. And then next thing you know, he asked this question. What can I do for you? I'll talk to the king. I'll talk to the general of the army. 
I'll do whatever you need me. Just say the word and I've got you. I don't have a word for every single year. It's not like God says, this is the word for 2022 and 23 and 24. I had a word last year. God gave me a word this year. He said, 2023 is a year of preparation. He said, 2023 is a year that if you would go the extra mile to prepare space in your life for God, He'll blow your mind. <laughs> Rachel, I'm going to make this, I'm going to make it, oh, y'all not going to like this one. I'll, I'll make it cleaner the next time I preach it. I was real insecure about this message. Because if you were here for Christmas, it's kind of like what I preach for Christmas. There, there's no room for Jesus in the end. Make room in your life for Jesus. You might be sitting there saying, hey, Pastor lost his sauce. We got we to gotta get him some rest. He preaching the same messages, just putting a new label over it, calling something new. And as I'm writing it, I'm just like, God, they heard this one already. He says, say it again. I said, okay. And he's told me to say it so many times that I really think that it's going to mark our 2023. What we see from God in the next 12 months will be dependent on the space that we make for him. And as you look at Abraham, as you look at David, as you look at Ruth, as, as, as you look at the great men and women of God that were used greatly by God, one of the biggest factors to their lives are they made unusual room. And then God responded by doing unusual things in their life. It, if I want something that average people don't have, I've got to do something that average people don't. If I want something outside of the usual, then I've got to do something that I don't. Look at you preaching with me. 2023 is a year where you've got to do something you've never done before. To make room for God. In your marriage. Hmm? Maybe we do Bible study once a week and we've never done that before. 2023 is a year where you need to do something unusual in your finances if you're going to see God do something unusual in your... God told me something to do in my finances. Can I say what I'm going to do? I don't, I don't ever have cash on me. I got Apple Pay. Who needs cash? I always feel bad when I'm like at valet or whatever it may be. And then all valets, they figure it out. So now they got cash app. Baltimore squeegee boys, they got cash app. They're just like, you got no cash? Don't worry about it. Here's my cash app. It's like, what? So here's what God told me. He said, Stephen, walk with cash all the time. And I'll tell you who to bless and when to bless them. I said that because you should do it too. But anyway, I'm making room. How, how, how are you going to make room in your career? Come on now. 
Maybe once a quarter, you're praying and fasting over your projects. God, give me an idea that nobody else in the office has. God, give me favor that nobody else in the office has. God, show. If you would make unusual room, you will see God move in an unusual way. Three quick thoughts, three quick thoughts, three quick thoughts. First one is this. Prepare with no agenda. Prepare with no agenda. So this Shunammite woman, she cooks gumbo for Elisha. Wasn't like my gumbo, but she did the best she could. And after cooking all these meals and then coming over and over and over again, she built an addition to her house for him to live in. And, and, and he was so grateful, so overwhelmed. He said, bring her here. I will talk to the king on her behalf. I will go to the general of the army. Just tell her to whatever she asked for. Look what she said in verse 13. He said, look, you've gone to all this trouble for us. What can I do for you? And I'm reading a different translation because you got to catch what she said. Is there anything I can say on your behalf to the king or to the commander of the army? She said, watch this. I'm content to live at home with my own people. David, I thought I loved Jesus till I read that. Okay. Anybody got plans for the 2023? Anybody got goals? I got goals. I went away for three days. I got goals. Scrolled through my pictures and I said, okay, I want to see this picture. Let's see this. I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do. There's nothing wrong with goals. I've got so many goals and plans and agendas and all of that. If God dare asked me, what he could do for me and said he talked to the president or the general of the army. Just not you. You're a lot more godly. Just Stephen. I've got answers. And my answer is not, I'm content with my family and my house. No offense to my family and I like my house. However, I look at this other house over here and I'm just saying, if you're asking... Come on now. What blew my mind is she was doing all of this not to get what she wanted. Because when we hear, hey, prepare for God to do a miracle. We're, we're, we're so programmed that it's like, okay, okay, okay. Well, what's the miracle I'm believing God for? I'm believing for a million dollars. Okay, well, I'm going to write out a budget of how to spend a million dollars if it came. And I'm going to plan and I'm going to repair. And when he sends it, God, I'll steward it. I'm, I'm ready for God to send my child. So I'm going to prepare the room and I'm going to paint. And I'm going to put up the bassinet and I'm, I'm, I'm preparing. I'm preparing for my spouse. I'm preparing for my... We're so used to prepare for God to do something specific. That the thought doesn't even cross, not you, just my mind. How about you prepare for God to do whatever he wants to do? What if my 21 days of prayer and fasting is not 21 days of manipulation? And don't worry, because next Sunday I'm going to preach faith and we're going to write down exactly what we're believing God for. So. But what if I'm, 
I'm not seeking him because I need him to do something. What if my seek for God is, God, whatever you're already doing, I just want to make sure that it's easier for you to do it. God, whatever you're doing in the DMV, whatever you're doing in Charlotte, whatever you're doing in my family, whatever you're doing in my community, God, whatever you're doing on this Tuesday, I don't quite know what you're doing, but whatever you're doing, if there's any way I can make your mission better and easier, God, let me know I am here. Sign me up. I'm prepared with no strings attached. 2023 is the year that our faith needs to go to the level where I don't just do to get. And I don't just do to move the hand of God. I do because, God, I belong to you. And whatever you desire to do in my life, have your way in me. Some random things I wrote down. 2023 is a year to evaluate your mindset. It's time to make room for God in the way that you think. Stop thinking like a victim when he said that you're a victor. Stop thinking in lack, I don't have enough, when he said, I've given you abundance. Stop thinking in complacency when he said, I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. You know, I can't preach without a little bit of shade. Most people will repeat the year they just had. Because their thinking has not progressed beyond the reality of their experiences into the reality of God's promises. As a man thinketh in his, so is. I'm not going to preach this one, but 2023 is a year to evaluate your relationships. You cannot have the mindset of a victor if all your friends have the mindset of a victim. Can I... Just read it like I wrote it. Most people just want people around them to make them feel good in their misery and futility. This is the year to evaluate. Are the people I've chosen to connect myself to helping me to love Jesus better and serve him better? And if they're not helping me love Jesus better and serve him better, And why are you? Because we grew up together. That's lame. Okay, move on, move on, move on. Secondly, write this down. First, prepare with no agenda. Second, prepare for the supernatural. Prepare with no agenda, but don't get it twisted. Prepare for the supernatural. This woman's response to I'll do anything you ask me is mind-blowing. I don't need anything. I'm content. You know, it's crazier than her response. The prophet's response back to her. Verse 16, he said this. Then he said, about this time next year, you shall embrace a son. And she said, no, my Lord, man of God, do not lie to your maid servant. Now, here's the funny thing. And I don't have time to preach it. I wonder if she didn't ask for anything because she didn't need anything. Because the prophet quickly found a need. Or I'm wondering if she didn't ask for anything because she was too afraid to be let down. And too afraid to get her hopes up. That's why you need prophetic people in your life. 
I'm not talking about just your senior pastor. You need people in your connect group. You need friends around you that can get up in your grill and say, you're shooting too low. Your, your expectations are too soft. There, there's more that God has for you. You're walking beneath your inheritance. God is getting ready to do something supernatural in your life. Psalm chapter 37 verse 4 says this, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Here's how it works out. And you can play, I'm done. You get in a position where you say, God, my life belongs to you. I'm here to make room for you to do whatever you want to do. God, use me. I'm not here for my agenda. I'm not here for my goal. I'm not here for my mission. I'm here that thy will be done. Thy kingdom come here on earth as it already is in heaven. And then God looks at that broken, uncontrite heart. And he said, there is no way I can look at a heart like that and not throw open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that you cannot contain. I know that you didn't ask for it, but here it goes anyway. I know you didn't have the faith for it, but here it goes anyway. I know you wouldn't dare ask, but I'm a God that would dare give. 2023 is a year of preparation, and you better be prepared for God to do things in your life that you wouldn't even dare pray for, because you don't even know if you have that much favor with God. But hear me, your favor with God is not based on your performance. Your favor with God is based on the blood of Jesus that's on your life. God's eyes are on. God's looking for people that will make unusual space in their life for him. I'm telling you, he's going to do unusual things in your life. Last thing is this. Write this down. It is well when you've prepared. I got good news and bad news. What y'all want first? always do that. And this time I'm actually going to give you what you asked for. You ready for the bad news? Miracles come with problems. You asked for the bad news. Here's bad news. The more miracles, the more attacks of the enemy. The more miracles, the more responsibility you have to manage. The more miracles, the more drama. I don't want to give you all the good news now. Ready for the good news? But there's miracles with your name on it. What's a miracle? It's something you can't do in your own strength. God doesn't just give miracles to broke people, busted people, disgusted people, people who are in trouble. God gives miracles to anyone who dares say, God, I'm not enough. God, if, if, if you don't do something in my life, I'm going to be like everybody else, average and he said, if you would dare not take the credit for it, I would love to do something great in your life just to prove to everybody else how good a God I am. Yeah. And by the way, if you don't have miracles, you still have drama. Because this world we live in, it stinks. So I'm going to have drama if I do, drama if I don't. Can't get away from the drama, might as well have some miracles. So this woman gives birth to this miracle baby. The miracle she didn't dare pray for, but boy, did she want it. 
you imagine her rocking that baby and that baby crowing and learning how to walk and bumping its head and all the little things that baby do and feeding itself and, and it's getting older and older and older. And then one day that baby comes to her, that little boy, and he says, Mommy, I have a headache. And four hours later, he was dead. Some people, because the spirit of fear have gripped them, they say, I don't want God to use me in a great way because I don't want to deal with the pain that comes with it. Yeah, there's another way to see it, though. That if God doesn't use you in a great way, yeah, you'll avoid the pain, but you won't have any stories of the goodness of God and his miracle-working hand on your life. Here's what happened, 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 20, and says this, and she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God, shut the door upon him and went out. Then she called to her husband and said, please send me one of the young men and one of the donkeys that I may run to the man of God and come back. So he said, why are you going to him today? It is neither the new moon nor the Sabbath. And she said, here's a phrase, it is. Y'all gonna let me preach this and then we end this? So this little boy comes over four years old or, 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 or four hours later, he's dead. She's holding her dead miracle in her hand. Come on now. This is the part we don't preach a lot. God will give you a miracle. Sometimes that miracle will die in your hands. And what you do next determines what your story will be. And here's the problem. If I don't have a track record of preparing space for God in my life, when life hands me a dead miracle, I've got nowhere to take it. But if I have a track record of preparing food for the presence of God and adding on to my house for the presence of God and evaluating my friendships for the presence of God and, and managing my money for the presence of God and working not for my boss but unto the Lord, and if I've prepared space in my life for God, when life hands me a dead miracle, I know exactly where to take it. I'm going to Catalyst tonight because I know that God is about to breathe life Y'all got, y'all can't, y'all, y'all can't miss this. Hold on. So she said, send me a donkey and a servant. I'm going to the prophet. Her husband said, this is not the time that the prophet meets with people. She says, it is well. What does that mean? She was saying that the rules that everybody else goes by don't apply to me. They're not allowed to meet with the prophet unless it's the right time because they didn't put a house, a room on the edge of their house for them. But because I've prepared room for him, because he sat at my table, because he's eaten my food, because he slept under my roof, I don't gotta wait for the right time. I gotta wait for the right moon. I don't gotta wait to the right season. Because I'm a person who prepares, I'm allowed to go into the presence of God whenever I Everybody talking about what 2023 is going to be, inflation and recession and this and that. Excuse me, those rules don't apply to me because I don't actually walk under the same laws as everybody else. Recession may apply to you because there's no preparation in your life for the presence of God. But that's not the rule that I... 
Psalm 27 verse 1, it says this, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and my foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise up against me, in this I will be confident. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, Oh, he's going to hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. Therefore, I will sing, offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. I'm just wondering, is there anybody on this New Year's Eve at Union Church that says 2023 is going to be a year that the rules that everybody else lives by, they do not apply to me. And the boundaries that everybody lives within, it doesn't apply to me because I've prepared room in my life for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords to do whatever he desires to do. And I'm telling you, Union Church, just telling you telling you I'm gonna get in trouble I remember being in college leaving Thursday night while everybody else was going to party and I'm driving up to Baltimore to lead the youth group and lead Saturday prayer at my dad's church and do this and do that and I'm coming back Monday and we're like oh my gosh you missed what happened over this weekend and I said God my life better not look like theirs. I'm going to make room for you. God, you better make it evident to the world. Now, you may be saying, Pastor, thanks for the shame, because I was at that party in college. All right, so start now. Huh? Start in 2023. Say, God, I'm going to make room in my life in an unusual way. I'm, I, I'm going to go out of my way, God, to make not because I need a raise. But, God, I want you to do what only you can do. And I'm just telling you right now, you won't re this time next year. You won't even recognize yourself. As we end, we do this every year. I've got a prophetic declaration over your 2023. I'm going to read it. Can you repeat it after me? And what you're saying is this is what God's going to do in the next 12 months of my life. Here, let's just start now. Let's start adding our amen to the yes that he already has. Just hop up on your feet. I'm going to say it. You repeat it with faith. After that, we're going to scream. We're going to shout. Are we going to shoot fire into the air? We're not shooting fire in the air because it's not midnight. Oh, that really stinks. Okay, go home and at 11.59, light a match and blow it out. And Y'all ready? 
Come on, somebody say, I declare and proclaim that 2023 is my year of preparation. About this time next year, God's favor would have taken me to levels I couldn't dream. This is a year where I make room for all that God ordained for me before I was even born. This is a year that doors open, that mountains move, that my steps are ordered. And this is the year that his kingdom comes and his will is done in my life. This is the year that fear cannot find my address. I am of God and the devil has nothing in me. This is the year that every attack of the enemy fails. By the blood of Jesus, the devil has been rendered powerless in my life. By God's command, I am blessed. I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the country. My children are blessed. My relationships are blessed. I am blessed when I come in and I'm blessed when I go out. I am the head and not the tail. Everything I put my hand to is blessed. I won't wait for the sun to rise, but I will make room by faith for the supernatural hand of God in my life. This is a year of preparation for my house. We will see all the promises God has for us. We will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Father, in the name of Jesus, I give my year to you. In Jesus' name, somebody shout amen and amen. Come on, can you take about 60 seconds? Can you... Union Church, I leave you tonight with the blessing of the Lord. Most of America is not in church on New Year's Eve. Somebody say, but I am. Which means you got to see in your life something that most people are not seeing because you're already making unusual room for God. So you continue this over the next 365 days. I'm telling you. You're going to see God use you and do things in your life like never before. I'm going to let you go in two seconds. But before I do, if there's anybody in this room that if you'd be honest, you've never made room for God in your heart. I don't want to assume everybody in this room is a Christian. I don't want to assume that this is all Union Church. I've been here for the last 15 years. But if you know, whether you like me and you grew up in church and you're like, I... I know the church deal or this is new for you but if you'd be honest Christ is not the center of my life you can make room for him right now that's where you are pray this prayer with me say Lord Jesus right now I make room in my heart for you thank you for dying on the cross so that all of my sin 
all of my mistakes can be erased. Right now, I surrender. I give you all of me. Be my Lord, be my Savior, and use me for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, can you celebrate for every...